Hey, it's Ramon. What's up? This is Omar. What's goody? This is Damien. Hi, guys. This is Edward. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Rodeo. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, one of our friends from the Northeast. Blue, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm from Jersey, clearly. I'm 29, I'm Sag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just here. It's snowing. I'm trapped in Dallas for a minute. Don't say it like that. Ads. Not like that, but... Yeah, visiting, but it's still really bad, so here. But um, Blue's a good friend of ours. We've been on a few trips with him now. Even though he lives in another state, we're always happy to see him. And he's been here in Dallas for a few days, and his flight got canceled. So we figured since we had a little extra time with him, why not subject him to co-hosting an episode of our podcast? This is Blue's first time on our podcast, as most guest stars usually are. And for today's episode, we've decided to talk about something that is a little bit broad, but also very much the same no matter where you are. So I think whether we're from Texas or whether we're from Jersey, we can all kind of have some input on this. And the subject for today is gonna be gay culture. Uh, I agree, gays don't deserve But before we get into the meat of the episode, we always start with an icebreaker, a little game to kind of ease the tension and get everybody's moods lifted. So today we're going to start with a game called Two Word Story. Rules are very simple. Whoever starts the game just has to say two words. Next person picks up and continues the sentence with their next two words and so on and so forth. Anybody who can't think of two words to go after the person previous to them gets out of the game and we're just going to go until there's only two left sticks. Sound good? Your Gucci and the Gucci. All right, yeah. Blue, since you're our guest, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Today was a very hard day at my job. Some bitch Damn. tried me. Damien said three words. Did you, you really? say it was supposed to be three words? It's two. I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Let's just mess up the whole thing. Okay, so today was my birthday. And I fell off an elephant. In Africa. The doctor had a nice cock. So I sucked it. <laughs> because I wanted some girthy penis up my hole. Oh, Three words. Omar's out. All right, Blue, start us off with the new sentence. Last night, the doctor came over and brought me some chocolate covered white dick. (laughs) (laughs) This is why gays don't need culture (laughs) for this reason. No, for real. Is he out? Can we take him out? No. That's not fair. Chocolate covered white dick. He followed the rules. I guessed. This sucked. <laughs> Why, God? <laughs> Am I a fag? <laughs> <laughs> Probably am. 
<laughs> what was I supposed to say to that? You're questioning yourself. You Probably one. am a fan. I was about to go home, and then my car suddenly stopped when I tried to pull off to some other dick <laughs> near me. That hoe said that I was too big. <laughs> so he tried me and I beat his fucking ass real hard. <laughs> so the dildo I <laughs> <laughs> Used broke. <laughs> Wait, where's the story going? I, I haven't known for no, three no. rounds now. I would say the doctor with the chocolate covered white dick. <laughs> the guy who asked you to beat. And it and broke and saw with the dildo. Wait. Hey, so who was that on that one? I think you. Cause I, you I, broke, I broke the thing, so okay. fuck it. Ramon and Blue. Okay, finale. Okay. You started. Okay, I can't. Believe that you would fuck my boyfriend who Ooh. cheated on you and my stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I did was wrong, but I still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is this poetic beef? Poetic. No, but doesn't make it wrong. <laughs> not right. <laughs> but not wrong, so. Oh my god. It's right. Not wrong. <laughs> but good. Oh. Not good. These aren't even <laughs> where are we going with Where are we going with uh, okay. What the I, fuck I is this This is giving very, very It's a tie. I speak few words. We're gonna, we're gonna speak easy. We're gonna easy. stop them before they rewrite the English language. Right. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that because I sure did it. <laughs> but I think that we're all uh, in a good mood now so we're gonna go ahead and get into this messy world that is gay culture. We know some of you that listen are gay, just like most of us, actually all of us, or most of us. My bad, I'm not assuming anyone's sexuality. Um, and some of you are not gay, so uh, whether you are or are not gay, whether you're queer or not, we hope you can find some useful information in today's podcast because honestly, the gay world is messy and you're about to hear all about, it, about all of it. I think that a good starting point is uh-uh. You oh. did not feature you. Back up. Well, I don't want to keep yelling, but... Shut oh. up! <laughs> I'll muzzle him. I think a good starting point is who you surround yourself with once you're gay. Your friends, cliques that you might fall into, etc. Let's talk about gay friendships. Ooh. Let's talk about it. For the most part, I think it's safe to say that gay friendships are very difficult to come by because I feel like it's such a competitive world where like you're either competing for like a man or like 
the style or like whatever like it's just so it's so stupid i mean i'm sure it's like that everywhere but in the gay world it's like there's so. this territorial behavior that comes along with being gay oh, absolutely. like when you're when you work a job and you're like the head gay at your job oh, and period. some new gay shows up oh my God. you sniff them out and you try to figure out it's true. not literally you sniff you, oh my god <laughs> but you literally you try to figure out which of you is gonna kind of be like the head gay if not you know what i mean species. <laughs> the head in the receiver <laughs> <laughs> no tough crap um tough crap. <laughs> but i mean no you brought it up i mean gays are territorial gays are competitive with mm -hmm. each other and I, I don't know why it's that way, but it just is. I mean, honestly, I think that's just a male thing, mascul or masculinity could thing. Could be. Um, to be the head. Yeah, you want to be the head of the house. You want to be the, the alpha. You want to be the one the who's in charge. Male. It's kind of instinctual or primal almost. So with gays, it just kind of takes on a, a, a dramatic face, so to say. Right. Um, so it does make it a little hard to make friends because sometimes there's gays that think that you have ulterior motives or you're after something that they have or they want yeah. when in reality like no like you just want someone to to talk to and hang out with and share experiences with also if it's not the the territorial uh, competitive situation i feel like it's a uh, like it's sexual <laughs> which Ooh. i've always said that like i'm actually like super grateful to have friends like y'all because um we're not like sexually attractive <laughs> I would say speak for yourself. <laughs> You're sexually attracted to someone? Sexually attractive? Oh, I didn't hear him say the. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. I thought he was saying he was horny for one of us. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, So y'all not listening hard enough then. Yeah, so it's, I feel like it's usually one or the other. So it is really hard mm. to make queer friends. Um, for that reason. Yeah, I've thankfully had these guys for for years you know but um i mean we worked together went to school together so we kind of have background history how how, how have you guys like made any new gay friends and you know since you've been out of school or whatever outside of your workplace how do you make friends it's been a struggle <laughs> no for all it has because like you said like a lot of gays are like it's either friendship or sex but for me, it's always been on the sex side. <laughs> no, really, no guy wants to like but that's be friends. True, like yeah. every time I try, it's always like, oh, I like you or something. I'm like, why can't we just have like a friendship? Why does it have to be an if? So it's really tricky because like even the last guy that I like want to play video games with, he wanted to fuck. Mm. And I'm like, but I want to just want to play video games. Like, you know what I mean? I just want to do something simple. Like, I don't want to like have sex. I don't want to kiss. I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to mm. do any of that. I just want to like. Have you come over, us chill, and you go home without spending the night or me coming like any of that. I just want to do that, but it's so hard to find, especially back at home. It's so hard to find in the north, like in Jersey, New York. It's so difficult because every guy wants to have sex with you, with me. <laughs> but it's <laughs> he was looking at remote. <laughs> It's just really, really hard. And I, like, I struggle, honestly, I really do. do Even to this day, I struggle. Do you think that it's a, it's kind of like a male complex to like be sexually? Cause, because, okay, I feel like with, and I don't know, right? Cause obviously I'm not like a lesbian woman, but I feel like they don't have that much trouble with like. Ma yeah. Maintaining yeah. a group of 
friends no, that aren't sexually attracted to each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kind of noticed that too. I feel like this is a strictly like gay thing. I mean, I guess you can kind of see it mirrored in sh straight friendships between a, a man and a woman that oftentimes the man will want to sleep with the, the, the woman. Um, I, I think I, I'm not the person that thinks that men and women can't be friends, but I am. I am of the belief that a lot of men want to sleep with their friends that are women or would sleep with their with their friends that are women if they had the opportunity to, even if they're not actively pursuing it. I can maybe see that. And I think that that does just kind of boil down to being a man and being naturally a little bit more sexually charged or driven. It doesn't excuse it, but I, I think that that's at least an explanation for it. Yeah. I feel like in terms of the les, well, in that part of our community, the le, the lesbianist Ooh. community, <laughs> I feel like they don't have they don't. I feel like they don't have that problem like we do. I feel like in terms of like oh. the most similar problem, the most similar group of people that have the problem that we do in terms of sleeping with people we want to be friends with is the unfortunate heterosexual community. <laughs> because love y'all, but no. Um, they, I feel like they would understand the most because they get it in terms of the right. straight men because they always, they're all, I feel like for, I because I know a lot of guys, unfortunately, I won't say y'all's names, but I will always try to, to see with y'all's friends. Like, damn, can't you just be friends with them? They want somebody to talk to and like have fun with, but y'all over here trying to fuck. And it's the same thing with the gay guy, like with us gays, like gays are very much like that. In terms of, besides that, in terms of wanting to sleep with each other, which is also not an, honestly, a lot of things are normalized in our community right. that should not be normalized because everybody does it. Speak up. If everybody does it, that's not, that, is, that does not mean it's normal. Like you have your own mind, think for yourself. That doesn't mean it's okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, thinking that sleeping with your friends makes you friends, that's not a thing. Right. No, I've made friends that I have not slept with. So it's possible to do that. Mm -hmm. But other things, and besides that, I feel like it's also very competitive. So it's very much so, more so than a sexing, it's a very social thing. Mm -hmm. It's very much so, social status in my opinion like yeah. i peep it a lot if you have a certain social status that you think you have or like you know people that that you think know a lot of people those people want to attract people that also feel like they have a certain amount of leverage in that community that feel like they know a lot of people mm -hmm. as well so it becomes very shallow at that it's, point it's the, so like, they're it's the social ladder it's the social ladder they're trying to climb that does not exist at all because yeah. i'm like bitch you may be socially popular but like do you have your mental together are like, you girl, emotionally stable this is dallas no. texas it doesn't matter how many instagram yeah, followers I, I, I think that a lot of um of the community here in dallas uh they they try like really hard and and it's actually just not even queer people but they try really hard to be like influencers and whatever the case is and and they act which is cool right because you know influencers make no, money yeah i get it but it's like don't act like a fucking snob like a fucking snob yeah and i get that because <coughs> i'm cool with some people that are like that like i understand and the fact that this is what gets me that blows my mind in our, in our community it's like we really do put on like two faces. It's almost like everybody's a Gemini. Because it's like, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers will be like, I can meet you in private, and you guys will be like one of the nicest, sweetest guys I've met in my entire life. There's so much to talk about. We have so much in common. Like it's amazing. But in public, if I see you in public, and you act brand new, bitch. No goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's like a that's a lot. That's how a lot of people are. And I don't get it. But yeah. it's all just because of social status. And it, it's sad. Is it like that in Jersey slash New York blue? Too. Like, are do do gays like have this weird social yeah. like? shield around them that unless you have the same amount of followers or more that you can't talk to them you know et cetera, et cetera. i mean or is it is it a little more chill in terms yeah, of like, like open you are down to hang with each other or like whatever the case may be yeah i guess it depends on what type of gays they are if they're like mm -hmm. those types mm -hmm. and then there are the chill ones though that mm -hmm. do like i consider myself like the chill one but like there are the gays that do like shit like that like 
I guess like in New York or something. Not so much as Jersey, but like New York. New York like, more. Maybe even going towards like while working stuff like that. Like the snobby gays, the ones that are like always have to be the front of like, you know, center of attention. Mm-hmm. Always in like the popular clubs and shit like that. Or the ones that give you like those looks, you know, like really shady mm-hmm. for no mm-hmm. reason. And, you know, they have their clique of friends. Like there's this one club specifically in Jersey City is like one of like two <laughs> and it's really really tiny and a lot of the gays go there but it's so clicky everyone's friends with each other and then when you come in from the outside it's like it's crickets and it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. as fuck you know what I mean I feel like damn like why y'all gotta be like that yeah, like it's no, just it like, makes it really really uncomfortable yeah. and it makes you not want to make friends with like other gay people cause yeah. then you start to think like well damn I can't even say hi to y'all because y'all don't give me looks yeah. or no, yeah. like whatever the case is just like that's why a lot of gays sometimes in Jersey or up north they're like I stay to myself and mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot like a lot of gays don't have like a lot of friends mm-hmm. like even me I don't have like a lot of male gay friends I have female friends but I don't have like a lot of gay male friends because mm-hmm. between the shady shit and then the not being able to just be friends with you because they want to have sex or some type of physical anything yeah it's hard so you tend to stay to yourself and you have like your female friends or your family or whatever the case is even for me like i probably have like one and a half or a half of a male friend Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like no yeah i feel that (laughs) (laughs) where is this other half i feel that heavy i feel like it's somewhat similar here as well and they know that because i told them everything in terms of like i'm cool with people outside of this circle like in terms of that but that's what it is I'm cool with them I'm yeah. not close with them I mm. keep my I keep my eye very close on every motherfucker that I talk to that is outside of here it's like I pick up the vibe real quick because mm. people just want to focus on you in terms of thinking they can like climb the social ladder with you right. or because they think you're cool or because whatever the case may be like it's never actually genuine <clears throat> until you actually have a real raw conversation with them and that's even if you that's even rare itself if you have, a, have like an actual conversation where they show themselves that's very yeah. surprising in itself. Other than that, it's very like social, social ladder climbing. Like everyone's just, it's cool to just say that you know someone because you know someone. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah, actually exactly. know them. Yeah. yeah. I think the click situation is real because, you know, when you feel alone, it, it, it's, it's hard to infiltrate a group. It's really intimidating, you know? Um, and even if there's one or two nice and welcoming people, mm-hmm. it's gonna get overshadowed by you know the, the group majority, whatever the the tone of their or, or the feel, the the aura around them is. And you know, I, I think people shouldn't be clicked off like that. I think that in social settings, you should be able to kind of mix and mingle and interact. So, like it's super awesome when you you are at a bar or a restaurant and you kind of bump into somebody or somebody turns around and talks to you and they're super friendly and super welcoming and they start a conversation with you and then they maybe they even they introduce you to your their friends or they want to be introduced to your friends or whatever and it's purely you know platonic that's super awesome i think those are those that moments sounds, are pretty cool that sounds really great like i wish that, that was the case yeah no i mean thank when i worked at a i worked at a gay bar for like a year and it was that, that was the only time that I was I actually developed the courage to talk to, to to other gays like that are like in groups or with their other friends, and you know there's only like a, a a few that I've actually retained over the past two years that I've not worked there, um, but at the time you know it felt so cool to be welcomed and accepted by a lot of people. But like Ramon said, you you kind of still keep them at an arm's length because you don't you don't know who they are, you don't know who you can trust, whatever. So it it, it is just a matter of. Uh, who you can actually trust as a friend and who you just kind of spend time with socially or like when you go out or whatever 
But I mean, uh, another aspect to that that Blue was talking about is uh, some people kind of get turned off of turning to male friends or trying to find male gay friends or whatever. Um, there's some gays that don't keep a lot of gay friends and maybe they prefer to have like women for friends or straight guys for friends. I kind of want to ask if any of you are those type of gays. Because I, I, I want to say like Damien, I definitely think you're more of a, a girl's gay, you know? No, yeah, that's why I've been kind of silent this whole time because like, like I wasn't even into like gay culture until literally like after I turned 21. Like before then, I never... Like, I wasn't around a lot of gay people like that. Like, I would maybe encounter one or two, like, the, the, the girls that are sitting at this table, I maybe encountered them, like, one or two times or whatever. But other than that, I, I didn't hang around gay people. I was mainly around, like, straight women. Um, my One of my best friends from high school, she was lesbian. Like, you know, I, I mainly hung around women. So, like, I don't, I never really got into gay culture until I became of age. So, like, even, even now, like, that I'm, you know, 23, like, I'm still, like, not as, you know, involved in the gay scene as, you know, other people. Like, I don't really, I don't really care for that. Like, you know, not knowing all these people that are here on the streets. Like, I'm, I'm okay with not doing that because that's just not who I was. Like, that's mm-hmm. not who I was before, and I'm pretty sure it's not who I'm going to be in the future. So, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, but, I don't know. Like, I just, like, even now, like, like the people that I hang out with now, like, the, the gay group of friends that I have now, like, they're the same people, and they haven't changed since I became friends with them. Um, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I, and, and not even saying, like, I'm not open to making new gay friends, because, like, you know, Nico, Blue, like, the people that I've been introduced to in the past, like, couple years, like, I see us, like, you know, being really close, you know, even longer down the line. But, like, I personally am not as you know deep into the gay culture like you know being a little socialite and like you know mm-hmm. going out and like hanging out with all these big old groups of gay people like i'm that's not me that, that oh my wasn't God. me i've and been to a gay pool party once and it's a nightmare i would been. never go Sounds again nightmare for um, so you don't feel like you're missing out on anything by having more straight girlfriends because i mean they have the same interest you do dick so you know like i feel like for someone who has more straight guy friends you kind of lose that aspect of being able to talk about sex with them. But when you have a lot of straight girlfriends, you can talk about like your sex life with them. Is, is that, would you say that's the case? Yeah, I mean, I like, I talk to them just like I talk to y'all. I mean, I'm, I'm more open with them just because they're less judgmental about it. But um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't lie. <laughs> they're less judgmental about it. So I talk to them more, but yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, step on people's toes, but no, but like, yeah, no, I'm, I, I still had like the same conversations with them and like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I mean, one thing I can say is that, um, I don't know if they have, they, I feel like my straight girlfriends don't have the same stamina as I do. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, actually going out, like, like I said, I'm not into like the gay culture, gay, gay life or whatever. But I do like to go out and I do like right. to have fun and I don't, I feel like they can't keep up with me in that aspect. Mm-hmm. So like you know I be feeling like I like I'm missing out if they like oh I, I don't think I can stay out that long I gotta I'm gonna get drunk blah 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 like I gonna get dick blah 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 and I'm like bitch I'm trying to go out here and dance like what are you doing yeah, no, yeah. I think I think it's because gay people like naturally you know we're kind of we have to like fight our whole life you know what I mean we're survivors like. We have to, we walk faster, if you've noticed, you know, we, I mean, no, we're survivors. And so when it comes to, I I agree with that part though, like straight people cannot, they're like, 
oh, I'm tired, or oh, blah, 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 or I have to work in the morning. It's like, we work we in the morning, too. We don't give a fuck. We're going to do it. No, and I think a lot of it is historical. Like, gay people did it. Like, you know, they... They, they couldn't go out as much. They, they couldn't be who they were. They couldn't dance the night away like with a bunch of people like them. They, you know, and, and, they, and you know, unfortunately during like uh, the HIV AIDS crisis of like the 80s, 90s, they also watched a lot of their friends die. So the, it, it kind of boils down to like, when you could go out, you wanted to make the most of it as if it was your last night being out. So gays live every night like it's their last when they go out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, these motherfuckers will drink until their livers bleed and then Great. still drink some more. Do. <laughs> Who needs a liver? <laughs> he said a liver regenerates in case you didn't know. So what do we think about our, so, you know, in case you don't know, a lot of female friends to gays are considered like hags. I don't know if that term's outdated, but that's what they were called when I was in high school. Is your hag, is your gay, is your girlfriend to, to you being a gay? Uh, I don't know if there's a straight term for it, but what do you guys feel about like your straight guy friends that are a part of like your gay culture and you know integrate Ooh. themselves into your life that's a really good i question. love them yeah no i mean they're like pets and I, oh, <laughs> no they really are they're not like, like pets. <laughs> no they are they're like little they're so cute, cute. like they, they don't know yeah, anything they don't know but, shit they but you take them questions. with you yeah, i would say i call my like the the guys who are like comfortable enough in their sexuality right. to actually Period. stay friends with me and Period. actually be like close to me and regardless of my sexuality like they're my babies like oh, i always, yeah. I always tell them all, all my straight guy friends i always tell them like Y'all are like my babies. You know, I won't let anything, like anybody hurt y'all just like I feel like y'all do the same for me. And, you know, I just really cherish those relationships that I have with those people. Yeah. No, like literally two of my, two of my longest friendships are with, you know, straight guys. And whether I'm gay or not, they literally, they're the ones that don't care at all. It, it, It doesn't, they don't view it that way. I feel like sometimes with women or girls, being gay becomes like you being an accessory to them. Maybe not to your close friends, but to random girls you meet at the yeah. club. And can we accessory. talk about like the whole gay lingo and how it's so like, like straight people will like overcompensate with that it. They're so like funny. girls, yes, mostly girls. Or... It's mo- yeah, it's, it's a lot of girls. Like, you know I know English, right? Like regular English. <laughs> like I'm wearing boot cut jeans. What are you talking <laughs> about? Slay me queen. Yeah, no, like, I, I, like I have this one little story. Like there's this girl that I used to work with and I mm-hmm. love her to death. I love her so much. Me and her were both Libra, so we, we relate on that. But I don't know when she got comfortable enough, but she always called me sis. And like, you know, at first it was kind of cute. And then like maybe in conversation, if we're like, you know, kicking, like, you know, right. if you if a sis slips out once or twice, right. I'm not going to be mad. But she addressed me like that every time she saw me. And I was just like, sweetie, like I have a name. I literally wear a name tag. Like, like call me by my name. Sis. Word. Come on, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Right. But yeah, so funny. Right. Oh God, I do girl. think straight women girl. get carried away with that, and that's where it's nice to have the the, the straight males to kind of like yeah, balance you out. Like normal. They yeah. literally yeah. treat you like one of the guys. Like no, that. they really do though. And, and you Streets need that because cool. at the end of the day, we are one of the guys. Exactly. We are. Literally, like we are. a man. We, well, I mean, not, you, know, you know, not like yeah. that for our personal experience. Yeah. We have, you know, I, I like the balance between you know all of that. Um, I, I'm not as good at with Damien as retaining. Um. Uh, women for friends. It's not that I, I you know, I, I just kind of don't keep up with them because I feel like their their lives are drastically different from mine. And I, I guess it's because my mom and my sister like definitely were high maintenance growing up. So I I try to like steer away from that now. So I kind of only see my girlfriends like, you know, about half the time that maybe I see my gay guy friends or my straight guy friends. 
but you know i do think everyone plays an important role in you know our development as gay guys uh, i do want to kind of get into stereotypes uh, you know omar was talking about like our our lingo and our our slang that we use with each other but then like how does that affect how other people view us you know because the women use our slang to try to like get close with us but then some straight guys who are you know, homophobic or whatever the case may be, are kind of like, oh, you guys are all just sissies or you all just want to be women or, you know, whatever. That That's kind of the outlook that some people get of, of gay people. And I want to kind of bounce that off of y'all and see what y'all have to say about that. Well, okay, so I'm going to just say this. Me being a black person, I'm very good at code switching. So therefore, I know when to like use my terminology, like my gay terminology, right around certain people just like i know how to how to use my like you know black like you know colloquial terms and mm -hmm. shit like i know when to use that around certain people and i know when not to and it's the same way with like whenever i'm around like gay friends and stuff like there are certain things that i can say around my gay friends the jokes or whatever wouldn't land with other other masses or whatever but like you know i i feel like i'm pretty good at at that so like i don't i haven't had any issues with people like you know calling me out for using like gay terms and stuff around them yeah I, I don't ever want to be stereotyped or put into a box like because you're gay you have to be this way or i expect you to be this way because no we're not one big monolith we're all very different from each other we all have different interests and mm -hmm. patterns of speech and ways of dressing and everything like none of us dress the same none of us all talk the exact same Period. nothing um and you know it's not it's not good to stereotype no matter what the 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 group or the people or whatever right. and you know on on the subject of stereotypes there is the whole divide between masculinity and femininity within the gay community and you know uh some people feel the need to to label themselves as one or the other or to only seek out one or the other i've always hated that like i've always hated like the are you masked no you're you're not masked you're too femme like I'm just a person. Literally. Like I'm literally I'm literally just being myself. Like literally. whether that doesn't fit in your your binary of masculine or feminine, like I'm just yeah. a person. I I do what I want. I've like, never known how day. to answer that because yeah, I, don't I don't think I'm traditionally what is viewed as masculine, but I also don't think I'm traditionally what's viewed as feminine. Why did why do I need to fit into one of those two categories? Mm. Why do I need to be strictly one or the other? I don't want to seek that out in another person. I'm not going to say you need to be this much of a masculine man or you need to be this much of a feminine person. Like, no. And that's true. That's very true because I feel like I've attracted both, both mask and femme. Like, I literally have... I mean, <laughs> I'm being very blunt. I probably fucked around with like two drag queens and then also multiple masked men. So it's like, I, it's like whatever, like I accept you for like who you are. It's what you show me as a person, if that makes sense. All right. So more de on a deeper level. So it's like, that shouldn't matter. But like, I'm a very understanding person. So I get when we get into preferences or what you like. But then even then, I feel like there's something blocking you from really seeing the fuller picture at that point. Like, there can be straight shallow people, but there can also be sh gay shallow people. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like the shallow plays a lot, it like a lot in terms of like what you like and what you're attracted to. And it's like stupid. So that kind of made me think like, what do you guys personally battle with more in within the queer community? Like what's, what's the thing that for you, like for example, maybe someone views you as too femme or too mask, or maybe someone views you as like too, like too short or too, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Like, what do you guys personally battle with? I'm too short. I battle with Omar always calling me five foot two I'm when I'm really five foot three. <laughs> JK, I'm actually. Um, I'm just I mean, short. on a more serious note, well, <laughs> to begin with, like, you know, 
the black black gay people are seen as lower than in the gay community so that's already one battle i'm i'm battling with and then like you know just the whole like the binary of the the masculine and feminine like prototype or whatever like i don't fit in either of those modes so therefore like you know whenever like edward has said like he he can never answer that question that's the same question that i'm pretty sure we all get and like i can never mm-hmm. i never know how to answer it because i'm just like mm-hmm. i don't want to say i'm masking i show up and like they're like uh you little you little sissy like no <laughs> like i, I don't want to like that's why i never answer that question i'm like yes. every time i do answer i'm like i i feel like i'm in between both like right. Next like question, like literally like there's no there's no one definite thing no literally yeah and i feel like i learned that a lot from my last relationship like i got lucky now because like i feel like me and him both were very much so like equal in terms of like us in terms of our masculinity and femininity like we both portrayed it very well and like whenever we felt comfortably to do both like i don't know if that makes sense but like we were just as like i hate using this we were both 50 50 in that what? sense like <laughs> we both he said it we first both, 50 50 we, both, we both just this way like we were just us like we i didn't give a fuck like he could be feminine more than i could or i could be more mask or feminine when i wanted to or the same like vice versa like it is it didn't matter like it Y'all wasn't a whole thing <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> I, to kind of answer omar's question um i do catch myself a lot because i um I think that sometimes, like when you're when I when I have my hands out or I don't know what I, what to do with them, sometimes my wrist literally limps, and I feel like inherently you kind of look at that and you get like drawn back and like disgusted by it because I, I don't think I naturally have it a lot of the time, but when it does happen, for a split second I'm like grossed out by it, but then I have to like reel myself in and be like, no, there's no reason to be grossed out by a hand like placement you know that's just something that society kind of ingrained in you to feel bad about when really there's nothing to feel bad about when it comes to that um so you know there's there's little physical movements or verbal dialect that you kind of almost feel bad about because you were raised that way or you saw other people being raised that way like you think you uh you think you're being too gay? You think you should sure. correct it. You should be lean the other direction. You know, that no, I've sure. noticed that about myself. But thankfully, we're at the point in society and self-confidence where, where myself and hopefully the rest of us are, are, you know, we're not ashamed of any sort of quirks or traits that we might display. That's funny that you said the lip wrist thing because... <laughs> It's fun. funny because he, you not, know. Even, not, not because of the lip wrist, but like because, you know, we wear masks and stuff now, so... A lot of the times, I'll people find themselves calling me ma'am. Oh yeah, the the gay voice or the feminine or like, voice. They're like, oh, it's because your eyes and you have long eyelashes or something like that. And I'm like, damn, really? So now do I have to like deepen my voice or some yeah. shit? You know what I mean? Like, like you like, want me to trim my eyebrows? Or so do I have to like lift this shit up to show you like I have a mustache I under here and facial hair? Woman but they do you. that a lot. I don't know why, and I'm like, it. I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes it fucks with me. Then I'm like. Yeah, you know who you are. You know you're not mm-hmm. clearly you're not. No, it happens you know like I mean? on a phone so, call or at my job. If if I'm just speaking over an intercom or through a, a call, the rare occasion that maybe someone says, "Ma'am," it does take you back, and you're like, you question your own self. Like, you're like, what the hell? I'm like, yes, I know. I just go along with it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I mean, I yes, find myself I am correcting because I'm just like, yes. I'm a dude, like. I'm a guy, so yeah. I'm like, sir, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, you're like, I'm a dude. People look at me funny. I'm like, but I, I'm a guy. Like, why yeah. is that? A bad I don't think thing? I've physically ever been 
you know, confused for a woman, but oh, yeah, God. over the phone, absolutely. It, yeah, but it's talk. so annoying. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a faggot. But you know, it is, I know it's, it's it, I know, but it's still like, whoa, shit. no, it's because you were raised to think to think that you need to be more masculine, yeah. but more manly. I think manly. it's still annoying if you if I think sometimes people might even do it to make you feel inferior or like you know what I mean. You I think people like, do that on purpose. I think some people might. Yeah, I've never like, thought that's that. The whole conversation too. Huh. Society hates women. Yeah, like no, that's what it boils down to. Society hates women. Like, why is that? Why is femininity seen as such a negative thing? Even in the gay community, literally, yeah. like no, it's so. It's, it's not so their episode dumb. though. Like, oh, <laughs> just kidding. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, we can save it for another episode. But no, I'm gonna go the fuck uh, out. no, absolutely. And I didn't mean it like, oh, people mean to make you seem like a woman because they're yeah. inferior. It's just because society has, you know. Belittled them and belittled women. Yeah, and like that's yeah. like it's like being feminine is connected to misogyny. Exactly. Because yeah. it's like, what's wrong with being feminine? What's wrong exactly. with being a woman? There's mm-hmm. nothing, There's nothing wrong, wrong with being it. Wrong. Our really best president. Is women are woman. more powerful. Like, period. Literally, we need shit. To answer my own question, um, I'm kind of very particular on like who I kind of let around me. I think. A lot of it has to do with like intelligence. Like, if you're able to be, keep a conversation, like, cool. Like, that's really all I look for in a person. And as long as you're not like doing shady shit, whatever, putting me or anyone at risk, whatever. I don't really give a fuck. I think within a lot of queer people, there's this thing of looking for attractiveness or looking for like body image or like whatever. Like, you see the muscle gaze and you see that they hang around each other. And you see that, like, that's it, right? Like, why is it like that? I, I, I have struggled a lot with, like, body issues or whatever. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Um, <laughs> or to Megan. Or to And I think it's super difficult within the queer community. Personally, now, I don't really give a fuck because I've seen what muscle gays are like. And for the most part... They're very one note. One. Like, one dimensional. Like, Definitely. all they have to offer is a body. And Jim uh, yeah, is a personality to them. Like, no, seriously. And so, like, I, I've, but I've, that's something that I've struggled with forever. And I think that it's something that maybe is not spoken about very much. Cause, like, the rule is, you know, muscle gaze with muscle gaze and, like, so on and so on. And, and, like, the whole existence of, like, bears. I was watching a documentary on this. The whole existence of bears is for the purpose of feeling in a, in a community, which is so ironic because, the whole LGBTQ, the whole rainbow is supposed it's to be inclusive, open, inclusive open and it's not it's like that shit. at all. And yeah, that's something, like I said, now I really do not care because I'm comfortable with who I am. And at the end of the day, like your body is just kind of a manifestation of your soul. It's not, it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. So I hope to anyone listening that no matter what you look like, no matter what body you have, or what body you don't have, you know? Right. Period. You you are yourself and you you're are. there's nothing better than that. So oh. Omar is preaching right now. The tea. And I think that we all need to go grab a box of tissues and wipe the tears off of Damien's face. Aww. You know, Omar, what you said a little earlier about bodies is really important and really powerful and I really hope that that message gets through to anyone who needs to hear it. I understand you guys wanted to say a little bit to that. Yeah, um, I've never had like, I mean, I've had like body issues, but not like on a grand scale, but like little shit that you see, like on social media, I'm just like, damn, maybe I should go to the gym. Maybe I should like, 
take weight gainer or you know just work out and but it's like for what if you know like who am i doing it for is it for me or is it for like an mm, image or a exactly. man or something like that so i think that plays a lot into like just stuff in general like who are you doing it for you doing it for yourself or you doing it for like gratification, gratification from others yeah like other people so and yeah. i think one of the takeaways from it all is people are never going to be satisfied ever mm-hmm. and um at some point at some age you're just going to stop giving a fuck and truly live for yourself and everything that you do is for yourself because that's when you'll be happy mm-hmm. um, well, i think what draws people to you the most is confidence mm-hmm. that's true i feel like personally at the moment i struggle with that a lot only because i feel like i I know a lot of like those like muscle gauge like whatever, whatever you want to refer them to because I'm I'm cool with some of them. Some of them are sweet. Some of those people are actually are really nice. But I think it's just more so the fact of like even if they are really nice to you, you can tell like the image they're trying to portray or put across is just that perfect image as of who they are, who they're cool with, which is the majority of them are the image that they portray as well. So it makes you feel like you're not as good enough so personally like as of lately i feel like i've been struggling with that just a little bit i feel like i've been trying to compare myself to that and it's hard to do that because i was like that's the standard you have to hold up to so then it becomes like in like in your head thing and it's just like am i even good enough to be like around those type of people sometimes but like honestly it's not i know that's not the case but it is a mind-fucking thing for a lot of gays like a lot of gays deal with this like i know that for a fact Mm -hmm. Cause I've talked about it with like other people before and other gays as well. Like it's just a thing. It feels like there's like a uh, there's like a standard that is set that is not a real standard that we feel like we all have to meet, just so that way we could be like somewhat cool or friends with these people. It's like and even then, like it doesn't even matter. Like because if that's a standard, if a look is a standard just to be friends with you, that's not a friend you want. And right. Like, need to remember that, and it's hard to remember that sometimes because, like I said, I get it. I'm, I know some of these people, I'm friends with some of these people, and there are good people, but, like, majority of them are not good people. It's, like, everybody's not the same. So, like, it's a, it's a struggle for me, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to have the same thoughts you do right now, Ramon, which is, like, oh, you know, I'm friends with these people, but the other people they hang out with all look better or different for me. So, am I the exception? Like, am I just a special case? Do I need to, to ensure that these friendships last by changing my body or altering my appearance? And... You know, th- those thoughts run through your mind and you kind of start to question your own self-worth and, and, and you, you shouldn't you, because one, until you're happy with yourself, no one else is ever truly going to be happy with you, you know, and that doesn't mean in a romantic way. I, I literally mean like if you don't see yourself with, you know, love and respect and self-esteem, then why is anybody else going to see you? Because like I was saying, the, the biggest draw, the biggest thing that draws people to others is confidence. I feel like you cannot look like the traditionally beautiful man or woman or whatever you 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 know but if you exude confidence people are still going to be drawn to you people are still going to want to be around you especially if you're a good person because it really is inner beauty that matters the most because what you look like physically is so temporary you can only look that way for so long eventually you're not going to be able to keep up with a lifestyle of working out or whatever you know everybody lives and dies in a in a bag in a sack of bones you know and at the end of the day we're organic we rot we die like you know it's it is what it is but one thing that i truly believe is that your soul is eternal and so um if you nurture your soul and if you are good to others if you're kind to others then you know your soul is forever going to be in a better shape and that's i think the most important thing 
it's it sucks because it's it's one of those things again where it's like you know it's an lgbtq is is supposed to be this inclusive community but it ends up being so clicky and so there's there's body shaming everywhere and and, and if you're and when you worry about uh if other people are, are gonna like you or accept you um just because you might think one group or person or whatever doesn't like you for the way you look you have to realize you're going to be someone else's type there's somebody out there for everybody right. no matter how, how much you weigh or how tall or short you are or how long or short your hair is or whatever the case may be what color hair what color eyes tattoos no tattoos piercings no piercings no matter what your physical exterior appearance is you are somebody's type there is a market for everybody and you shouldn't base your self-worth on whether one or two people in the long run care for you the way that somebody else may or may not care for you you know once you do find that inner self-esteem then you'll be able to to carry on about your day and not worry about what others think about you and then if you want to get your body in a different physical shape it's for you and your own you know not self for not for the gratification of others or to fit in with others or whatever because i don't want anyone to hear this and think that we're shaming anybody who goes to the gym and takes mm-hmm. takes care of their body in that fit in that no way oh, not it just has to be for you but it's a yeah, yeah. It, and there's lifestyles that that are that that kind of promote that while while uh degrading other people's lifestyles and we don't we don't appreciate that you know we don't want anybody to feel less than anybody else and i think that physical you know quote-unquote attractiveness because that's subjective you know everybody's attractive it's just you know whatever um i think that that's that plays a big role in the world in general i don't think that it's necessarily specific to queer people um, I don't think it's unique. I think, but I do think that with queer people, it's super, super like there's a super like spotlight on it. Like, if you're not this, if you're not that, you know, if you're not under this weight, if you're not this tall, if you're not, you know, uh, this skin tone, it's so absurd. You know, these these things are like impossible, and so yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of that gets tied into the masculinity thing because. You already feel like less than for being gay and liking men. So some people are like overcompensating by trying to become this masculine figure. Like, you know, there's some muscle gays that are, you know, super, super massive and tall and buff. But then you hear them talk and they're like little teddy bears. You know, they're soft and squeaky and sweet. Like, you know, you can tell that maybe they altered their physical appearance to not be. Because, you know, maybe when they were a twink, when they were really skinny or whatever. And they had this feminine, effeminate voice. They got bullied for it, or they got looked down for it. So they think, oh, if I if I buff if I beef up, I'm not gonna be ridiculed anymore. I'm not gonna look be looked down upon. And you know that's just the sad reality of the world we live in. It doesn't only, you know, it doesn't all fall on the gay community because it it does come from from the nurturing that that a homophobic society has brought on the gay community over the past few decades centuries you know and yeah definitely want to reiterate we're not like shaming anyone who does live active lifestyles at all um i think it's great i do think like edward said you should do it for yourself don't ever do it for anyone else i like to think i go to the gym a lot or you know frequently but i'm nowhere near fit nowhere near toned whatever but i go because it legit feels really good you know you feel this like satisfaction afterwards it's like you got you have all this energy and then you just kind of release it and it's super great and that's the reason that i go we can get a lot more into like confidence and and body positivity but i think that's we're gonna leave that for an episode because i have stories and i just (laughs) 
Not the time. <laughs> stories. Yeah, no. I um, I, I, I kind of want to close out our discussion on gay culture by asking you guys, um, what do you want to see different with the gay community over the, the next few years or, or, or decades even? As we, as we grow old, what do you want to look back on and see that we've progressed and changed for the better? I want to see the decline of hookup hookup culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is like I mean it's fun for for the like the small amount of time, but after a while, like we have to move on as a society. Like, like like I don't know like because a lot of people complain about like how men aren't shit or like you know right. relationships are blah, blah blah blah, but we still actively participate in hookup culture, which mm-hmm. is like. The, the complete opposite of what you're trying to get at. Like, Oof. so I just, I feel like we should, I mean, cause I'm not, I'm not dogging anybody who is participating in hookup culture. Like, you know, if you have, if you are going through your whole phase, go through it and Please. you better go through it with full throttle, but be safe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like that is something that is hindering the gay community to move forward in yeah. you know progressing and shit and we you know once we get rid of it i think yeah. we'll make strides and you know we haven't had the healthy outlet of being in long-term committal relationships because gay marriage is still new because being openly gay is still barely becoming socially acceptable and so in many places it's still not so you know that's a lot of why unfortunately underground hookup culture thrived for so long and is has its has a a chokehold on gay communities right now but you know i think we'll hopefully with time move out of that there's a lot of homophobic history that plays into the way that the queer community is now um i would love to see there be more gay activities outside of pride and drinking and clubbing I again, all of those are absolutely fine. I was literally drunk all this past weekend, <laughs> but I would love to go to like a, a picnic gathering, you know, like uh, for example, like you know, some volleyball events, like some like some groups of like people just having fun, being normal human beings, you know, social gatherings. Obviously, with COVID, like af- after right. the whole pandemic calms down a lot, um, but I would love to see that. I, I think that that would be so cool. Again, not everything has to be, you know, alcohol, drugs, sex. Like, Her. I would, lo- <laughs> I Her. would love to, I would love to see something a little bit more. Can we do wine? Tone down. Can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> that is no, okay, okay. Wine is cool. I mean, okay. And again, there's nothing wrong with anything, right? Right. But just some variety. That's not some variety. Yeah, I don't want yes. to. If I want to do something gay, I don't always want it to be a bar. Like, think about it. Right. If if I were to ask you right now. Let's go do something gay. What do you think? The bar, the mm-hmm. club. Like, mm-hmm. why? A oh, <laughs> white. There should be. Why? Word to Nico. Why? <laughs> he shopping. named one thing. Food. Uh, club. Club. <laughs> club. Another club. A restaurant. Yeah. A, a cafe. A cafe. Cafes are cute. Cafe. Again, all these yeah. social opportunities to know, get to know people. That's and cute. I agree with Damien. I honestly. Would sign a petition to close down Grinder, Scruff, all of them. <laughs> well, I mean, all of them. I don't know about that. I mean, leave them open for the people that want to. I mean, it's nice. fine. I just feel like it creates a lot of issues. 
No. Do we have the legality to speak? <laughs> to a certain level. To a certain level. To a certain level, it is, a, it is very okay. toxic, I feel like. It is. But in terms of hookup culture, I think there are certain things in hookup culture that should not be so normalized. Right. I think okay. There's a lot of, there's like, there should be, I mean, but also when it comes to that, it's just, it comes to a personal thing. That's just like, well, that's where whoever, whatever you're doing, whoever, whoever you may be, right. your morals, wherever your morals, values lie. Other than that, you do what you want to do. But yeah. in terms of, I also do know that because of things becoming trendy, things become trendy in hookup culture as well. It's like people think they have to do a lot of the whole ass shit other people do when they don't really have to. It's like, it's not the case. That's really not the case. Cause people yeah. can use grinder for whatever they want to, scruff whatever the case may be, do, do as you please. But there is a very high toxic level of that in terms of like people just honestly doing what, what other people do just because they think it's okay. That's where it becomes like the whole, it goes back to being trendy with all that. Just even in hookup culture, it's very trendy. Like, you could not even want to do a threesome. Next thing you know, you're in a threesome just because you hear it. <laughs> just, because, just because you hear you it. Ask, it's wait, literally that simple. No, it's how are you that accidentally simple. in a threesome? It's not even, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even, okay, that wasn't even me. That wasn't me. I did it. I, if I did one, it's because I was willingly wanting to do it. It wasn't because it was being trendy, but I, I know for a fact there's people that do it because it's trendy. Are you that's so they, they feel like that, they feel trendy. like they have to do this shit because yeah. they're like, oh, gays are doing this shit. I should Let do, me it do it because gays are doing right. it. Right, and Without, we don't want that for young gays at all. Without naming any apps, one of the biggest gay apps I feel is a super huge enabler in uh, racism, discrimination mm -hmm. against bodies, like discrimination against anything. Why? Because up until recently, there were filters for uh, ethnicity, ethnicity filters. Weight. Um, there's still weight filters. There's still body type filters. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I've never, ever, ever, ever. I get people say preferences exist. You can't sue me for not liking this body type or whatever. Right. And you know, I, I'm not gonna pursue anybody for not liking a body type or whatever, a height, whatever. But what I don't agree with is that race can be a preference. I'm sorry, you can, anyone who has ever said, I don't date black people, I don't date Asian people, I don't, like, why? How can you say that about a group that is billions of people strong? Right. You tell me that you can go through one billion African people, you know, black, black people, whether Afro-Latino, African-American, uh, African themselves, whatever, and you're not gonna like a single one of them, no matter how wide-ranging their shades of skin color are, their body types, their heights, their they, weights. Like, they, there is they, someone in every race that I feel anyone could be attracted to. If they're saying anyone. that, they can say that, technically, but if they do, just, at that point, it's just, maybe they're just racist. That part is, like, they're just racist. And I think it's not saying, that message is not saying, you have to date this race, otherwise you're racist or you're prejudiced. Mm -hmm. No, right, not at it's all. It's just don't close anyone out. Exactly. Yeah. I've no, never limited myself uh, to certain races. Yeah, or no, you've whatever. gotten around. Yeah, the there's a certain. Le I feel like there's a certain <laughs> level that, like, you can like <laughs> yes. what you like, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But also, like, there's also like you can like what you like, but you don't know that you like that till you move to whoever mm -hmm. the case may be. But then there is also the other side where it's like. You like what you like because you just like that. You're not gonna go past that because you feel like you have to like that. And and I, I get dating culturally too. Spectrum be because because some people feel uncomfortable dating people of another race because of the cultural aspect or going to their family mm -hmm. and not knowing if they're gonna mm -hmm. accept you or whatever. So you know those <laughs> factors play in, and I understand. All I'm saying is I personally don't think that racial exclusion is okay. But yeah, you know, yeah, at I'm the end of the day, I'm not gonna. I'm not the the, the judge of the world, so who cares what I think, you know? You're but not? no, I want to be. You're a gay racist. Say that. 
But I mean, to answer my own question from earlier, what I want to see for the gay community when I look back in the future is that young gays don't feel so sexualized at a young age because a lot of us under the age of 18 were sleeping with men well over the age of 30 when we shouldn't have been. (laughs) Okay, over the age of 20, at least. Uh, You know, Omar. Under the age of 18? You never slept with you anyone over when you were under eighteen. You didn't sleep with people no, over the age. I'm not shaming, but no. The rest oh, of wow. us. Can the, did the well, rest of okay, us... I've never slept, but there was this guy I was talking to. I was, he was like thirty something, or about to be thirty. I was like seventeen in high school. We never met. We never met. We never did anything, but still, it's just oh, like sugar baby. There, yeah, that that well, thing. I mean, no, that's a thing. It's just like I'm like. Ooh. It's so normalized to be in a sexual relationship with people that are like way inappropriately older that's than so you. That's so crazy. And it's because. There's no boundary set. You don't have family you can talk to about these things and see that it's not normal, you know? Anyway, I want young gays to not be so sexual moving forward. I'm not not sexualizing. uh, I'm not saying that they should not. Okay, restart. Yeah, I'm gonna redo that. Yeah, that's I'm not, I'm not. Anyways, all I was saying is that move in the future, I want young gays to have healthy relationships that don't feel the need to be hypersexualized at young ages or sexual with people that they shouldn't be sexual with. I want people to be able to, I, I think it's so sweet that young gays are be, being able to go to prom with their significant I others now. That I love that uh, young, you know, that teenagers are knowing their gender identity at such young ages now and being supported through online communities and hopefully in real life communities, you know? I love that so much. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And that, that's the future that I want for liberals. <laughs> um, but that's that's all I have to say. This I mean, I guess for me, I just want more unity. I mean, period. Just more unity. It's funny because you were talking, what did you say about like gays and picnics or like activities and stuff? Yeah, more more yeah. gay social events yeah, that stuff don't like involve that. alcohol it, or drugs. It reminds me of a friend sex. that I have who doesn't live here. He's in Atlanta. We play video games a lot and he's gay. We talk about boys while we play video games. You know what I mean? Like shit like that is just so easy for me to do because that's like an outlet for me. <laughs> Like you, like you said, the gym is the way you burn energy. For me, it's like, you know, playing the game and stuff like that. It's kind of like a way how I like release or whatever. And then we just chill and we just talk and it's really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like you said, activities like that, just more unity, more support. And just have more like positivity around you. Like, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like. And this may already exist, but I think maybe like group counseling for all right for gay people would be normalized super super no no ain't that what this podcast is (laughs) i fight a bitch this is my counseling i thought this was my weekly therapy session i mean i would thought there's there's gonna be a dumb bitch that'll say some sick shit i'm just fight them i really don't care i really would i'm like some because because like because not everybody can be saved y'all well that's true not everybody can be saved that's right some people do need their ass beat because we believe won't believe deeply i feel like somebody's gonna be there's always gonna be that one bitch that believes in what they believe talks they would just have not kind of all right well let me circle back if they don't want to come back from that just beat their ass in period that's why i say people don't respond there goes that unity kindness they respond to they pause like they respond to negativity negative energy oh my god i hate it so they're very hands on. They are like people really respond to that. Like, why do I have to be an asshole for you to be like, oh, oh my god, now I get it. Like, why is that? They're they're hands on. You know, you gotta put them hands on them. Period. That's why you just need to just. Period. Upside your head fifteen times and then maybe you'll get it. Then you'll get it when you're like in a hospital with bruises and stitches. I don't get it. But oh my god. And we're out of time, folks. 
Nobody do anything. I just wanted to go to a picnic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Me too, but that's not gonna happen. Exactly. We've reached that part of the episode where tensions have flared up enough that we can participate in cockfight. This is the part of the show where, of course, we argue with each other over a topic until no one emerges victorious. And for today's cockfight, we're gonna be debating over gay code. You've heard of girl code, you've heard of bro code, but is there a gay code? And if there is, should gays follow it? Do you guys think that it's problematic when your friends hook up with people that you're interested in or go after one of your exes, etc.? Let's discuss. Yes. Yes. No. Yes, really. Why no? Okay, but Edward, you sleep around with anybody. You don't care who they are, oh, where this, they've been. This they trope do. is so tired. That is Edward from two years ago, three years ago. I'm so not like that anymore. And if one of you wanted to sleep with someone I've slept with or someone I'm interested in, okay. I would just move on. I would simply move on. Why I, would Why I would guess. I dwell on that? I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. <laughs> oh, I just like it's messy. Oh, I think it's messy. I think it's messy. So. So this is my thing. I understand it from both sides. Like, you're you know, 50/50. yeah, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because that's Ramon's thing. He already trademarked it. I'm not trying to go to court. Like but you have my permission. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, I'm 50-50. <laughs> but, but I lean more towards the, towards the side that, that, um, that Edward's on. Like, I don't think people should have dominion over other people like you Period. don't own these you don't own okay. these other humans just because y'all had sex together Literally. or whatever like i feel like okay so this is my thing like i feel like if you and that you and your friend have like if you have enough respect for each other mm-hmm. you know which boundaries to cross with other people mm-hmm. so like so like you know i wouldn't sleep with your ex like i know you and your ex had a whole but history. edward would but this is this is about me <laughs> Because I have respect for you. And I, but like I right. said... Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I said, like, I feel like if I understand that there's, like, you know, history or whatever the case is, like, I'm not going to pursue it. But if it's somebody you hooked up with and you say, I can't hook up with that person because y'all y'all sucked each other's dick, like, two years ago, then, <gasps> baby, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to hook up with that person because you never know. Me and that person could have a future. That and part. I'm not being stopped because you want to be, like, territorial over that. And we literally just said something about gays being territorial. And oh. that's exactly what we're... That's exactly what this question is about. You sound oh. very upset and very I'm that was a very upset. specific story i'm not upset and i'm not and that's not a specific story that's just like you know it's i mean it's basically okay. follows that same but thing. the thing is we're not saying that no one has possession over anyone right because no but the thing is if you if your friend who has spoken to you about their damage or their pain or their emotions good or bad about this one person and you still decide to go for it you're kind of fucked up. And I, that's that's exactly why I say, like, you have to have respect. Close, yeah, there you go. Like, if you, if, okay, so, hypothetically, let's say that. No I'm names. Not, yeah, I'm not saying any names. Okay. But let's just say that you were talking to this person for maybe, let's, let's say, like, a year. Like, y'all been talking for a year. Y'all weren't dating. Y'all were just talking on and off, whatever the case is. But he put you through hell. And, like, I'm like, oh, shit, he's kind of feeling me. And I'm low-key kind of feeling him. 
and you, I've been hearing you talk about him. Obviously, I'm not gonna cross that line because I know that shit is gonna. It's just messy, like Blue said. It's it's messy as fuck. Right. But if it's something like something very like minuscule, like obviously there's no boundary between that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, there was no oh, boundary well, then, to begin yeah. with. So that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like there should like like the whole code thing. Like that's so stupid to me. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that people feel like they have. They have enough, like, the fucking gall to have responsibility over people, like, mm-hmm. that they slept with. That's so disgusting mm-hmm. to me. Like, I hate that like, shit. Like, once, oh once your interactions mm. with this person are over, they're done with. Yes, I agree that if you if you loved someone and dated them and whatever, I'm not going to literally pursue somebody that you dated and were in love yes, with. Yes, you would. No, I would, ne- I would never do that. Don't let Omar treat me like a punching bag on this. But if it's just someone that you had a sexual relationship or a pl- like whatever type of relationship where it wasn't serious, you what sort of domain do you have over them to create drama where there is none? Because I'm a firm believer that just because two people didn't work out doesn't mean that that person might not work out with someone else within close proximity to oh. you. They could and they could be meant for each other. They could be meant to be together, you know? I've had situations where I've had friends that slept with people that maybe I was into or that that I brought that I brought around them. <laughs> and I've been on the other side of that too. <laughs> I've been on the other side of that too. Yes. But in both situations, I don't think that it's worth ending friendships over unless you literally cross a boundary that shouldn't be crossed which is dating like an ex or something that you know that like damien said as long as you have respect for your friends you won't cross the i the think is, yeah that's what i'm referring to i think there's definitely a rule with exes well I, and even uh, then i don't see it as a rule exes, but it's just more yeah. of you you un, you naturally know not to do not that. to do that but don't exercise yeah. like uh, possession over okay. someone you don't. I'm gonna bleep this out. I'm gonna bleep names out. But would you be okay with me sleeping with? No, not. I'd kill you. <laughs> You'd kill me. Yeah. Would you be okay with if Edward slept with? I'd kill him. Damien. Period. Kill both of us. Blue. <laughs> Who gave Merc? Period. Slice me <laughs> open. All right. Point made. That's my point. Exes, but then, but if it's but, people you hooked up with, then yeah. But yeah. So now let's say now let's now let's say any of us slept with. <laughs> How would you feel? Is that okay or is that not okay? Okay, this is where we go with that at that point. So, in terms of like how you made it a point earlier, but I forgot what the fuck you said. You made a very good point. So I agree. We don't have dom- we don't have dominion over anybody of who we've slept with before. My thing is just it's a respect factor at this point. Like if, if there's a certain somebody that you just know you don't want somebody to fuck with just because you're iffy about it, don't do it. It's like if you know, you know, don't do it. That's my thing. So. If, if that was the case with that person, yes, you would get cut <laughs> because there's a certain <laughs> level of connection I have to that person still. So it's like, it's, it's just about being, honestly, at the end of the day, it's just about just communicating with the people that you talk with, honestly. Like, if it's not a big deal, if like it was somebody from like months ago or like even two months ago, three months ago, that you don't even fuck with like that, go ahead. Like, because yeah, Damien said, we don't have dominion over everybody. At this point, it's just like a respect point. Like, I it's think- a communicative point. Like, just say mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, hookups, whatever. Cause if you do it behind their back, that's where it gets a little sketch. That's where it's just like, why didn't you just say some shit? Because so now you're just being secretive for no reason. If you would have just told me you wanted to fuck with them, you could have just fucked with them. That but too, like, I think a lot of it has to do with communication. Like, yeah. say whatever you want or say, say whatever. But you, you guys, during the time, it's like it's okay. But you guys don't stuff. share everyone you have sex with. So even if it's that's someone true. I've slept oh, with in I the do. past. No. <laughs> but Omar, Omar does it. He's really secretive about who he sleeps with sometimes. And that's not an insult or anything. But it's like, I'm not going to be upset at you if I find out that you... But I'm not against the whole... Like, if if I hooked up with someone, go for it. But I'm not, I wouldn't be against it. It's just the thing for me... 
is access. That's where, or emotional bonds, right. should I say, because, you know, I've made emotional bonds with people I've mm-hmm. never been in relationships with. And that also but then comes that, with the communication. Like, if you don't, like, if you're going through turmoil with somebody. Then why would I put here, myself through that? Yeah, like, or just the fact that I didn't even know because you never told that me. That's not even like, pussy. Like, like, how, like, if you keep this person behind closed doors and you've gone through turmoil with them and then kind of find out y'all both acting single and then I see that your homeboy's acting single too and I go act single with him <laughs> and you like, why the fuck would you do that? And I'm like, well, bitch, you didn't tell me anything. Like, right, I know y'all exactly. together. Like, it's just, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I'm saying you just have to yeah, communicate with your friends. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all it is. Like, you just have to communicate with your friends. Like, because. Communication. Okay. Again, blurring out names. But would you be okay if I slept with. Yes, please do. Would you be okay if Vermont slept with. All of you can have an orgy with right now. <laughs> that one I don't care. You're picking someone that I literally don't care about, even though I dated them. No offense. Who else no did you care about? Okay, for example, you remember that trip to that I went yes. and I brought someone. I paid for a plane ticket for someone that I had interest in, and I brought them with me to this hotel in this other state, and a friend of mine that I was visiting there slept with that person. And that was devastating at the time. I was like 18 or 19, Girl. and I felt like I was betrayed by the guy I was interested in and by the friend. And I felt like, you know, oh my God, is this what it's like to like, and you know, for someone to break the, the friend code. But... I look back on that and I'm just kind of like. <laughs> I look back. <laughs> I look back and I'm just like, I don't have ownership over either of these two people. And even if they knew what I felt for the other person, that doesn't give me the right to stop them from pursuing what they want to pursue. Okay, I but I I think the whole code thing, which obviously is made up, I think the whole code thing is not about. It's about having, anyone you have it's not ha- but, but it's not having possession. It's more so about having the right to feel hurt about it. You right. can be hurt about a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that it's, you need to take it out on the other people. Because you're taking personal offense to something that they're not they're not doing that to hurt you. There's a difference. Okay, Edward, but there's the whole thing there that no, that that becomes too blurry. Because that reminds me of whenever you're like, Well, I didn't I didn't uh, sorry I offended you or sorry oh, that sorry. offended you. That is not, That's not a But there's not there's a the difference policy. between people sleeping together for their pleasure and sleeping together to get back at you. There's people that sleep with each other to get back at somebody. Yeah, that's and true. that's the mess. Now that's yeah, really that's, messy. That's sadistic. That's, that's the mess. Sadistic. But I think two sadistic. people who are just interested in each other sleeping together has nothing to do with you and you don't need to it take that personally. That's true. As long as it's not a recent ex. If it's years down the line, who cares? Mm-hmm. But if it's a recent ex, that is the only thing that I want to make clear. That's it. If it's someone I hooked up with, don't care. <clears throat> if it's someone I dated years ago, don't care. But if it's someone who's rec- who I've recently told you that I felt or you know I went through so so and so, like I would hope that you have a little bit of decency to kind of be like, you know what, I'm not gonna do this because I care about my friend more than I care about a man. Some friends don't always care more about you. Some people don't give a fuck. Yeah, some people don't give a fuck. A lot of gays don't give a fuck. Yeah, a lot of gays will literally sleep with whoever. And they don't care if you fucking, if y'all just got out of a four-year relationship, they were. Right, like y'all gays going through a divorce. Fuck. I got some gays. two kids. Oh, <laughs> family. Um, house, yeah, girl, dog, fuck. cat, and, and rabbit, like, say, But those are the gays that sleep with married men. Fish. You know? <laughs> Honestly, I feel, like, I feel like that's just a thing, like the whole code in general. Like, because 
Cause like I even talked to like, some of my girlfriends about that, and they're like, they're like, yeah, I fuck with that man, blah blah blah. Like none of I, none of us should be sleeping with them. Like, no. girl, you do not own that dick, and I'm you pretty don't. sure if it was flipped the other way, you show. Okay, no, straight don't. people are like that a lot, and, it's, and that's why I'm saying like they yeah. share dick we're, and we're pussy. showing it. Like we're like I'm basing no, it off of how what I what I've witnessed through heterosexual people is that they have the same code where like if someone they hooked up with once. Like, they own that person, and nobody can fuck with them. Like, if you're in that group, and you... Like, they don't even care about that person, but the fact that they hooked up with them, like, nobody else can hook up with them, which is so fucking sad. Like, that's disgusting. It's like, like they collect own. people. Like, that, yeah, ooh, and that's yeah. sad. Like, Gotta bitch, catch them all. Bitch, why, why, Girl, why can't Pokemon. I get my little... Why can't I get my judge? Because you out here being a hoe. You done slept with half the damn Metroplex, and I can't even get anything because... One person, yeah, like, like, that was right, the case exactly. uh, collectively. This whole table would not... Like, the amount of people. I can't. Yeah, like no, y'all gotta remember the gay community's get. small. That's why a lot yeah. of men do yeah, get, get little, shared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we do. We get past that. So, this is our community. I get why I get the I've had little bit more personal. Uh, what because is going we know. On? Yeah, there's already a small pool we to choose from. Term? And you're choosing it's someone like, that I already oof. chose oh, in the past. Yeah, you have to communicate. That's where the, that yeah. comes in. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's personal to everybody. All I can really say is. None of us are right, none of us are wrong. I think that you should just talk to your friends, see what they are and aren't comfortable with, make sure you guys know each other's boundaries, make sure you guys have respect for each other, and that you don't ever put each other through any pain that you don't need to be putting each other through over some man that's not gonna be in either of your life two months from now. Period. Man, woman, non-binary, individual, period. Right? Like, Fish, everybody ain't gay, shit. dumb, right, <sighs> you know. The fuck? Can but I I'm... ask a question? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this is an experience of mine, so. <laughs> I was messy, but anyway, <laughs> um, there was this guy who was like, I know for a while, whatever, we had sex, right? Mm-hmm. So he had this other, this other friend who liked me, and he came over, and we had sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do y'all think that? I mean, I, I feel, I mean, we won't, we're, we're not together. Go. Oh yeah, I have a question. We're not together. Neither of us were that's together. A good, that's a good. Situation. But that was his friend. He introduced me to him. And okay. then we Wait, I have a but, similar story. So you knew they were friends when you hooked up with the second guy. Yeah, dude. Oh, so but do they know that y'all hooked up? Yeah, we, he does. He fucked up wrong. I know that was wrong, but I'm just like. So I, I don't mean, think it's okay, wrong. So but I feel I like say, you. It's not that wrong. Like, let me, I mean, you can feel guilt. It's a little wrong. I mean, it's wrong, but morally, end of the world, no, standing wrong. They'll get over it because I'm gonna share a story. Right. Period. My first threesome was with this guy that. So the guy lost my virginity too. We would have regular sex, you know, whatever. And then he asked me if I was interested in having a threesome with this other guy that he, you know, would hook up with frequently. And it was my first time, and I was like, sure, because I trusted this guy that I had been hooking up with, but I didn't know this other guy. It was my first time meeting him literally the day we all met up to to do this. Um, And during a threesome, sometimes you'll encounter the situation where two people have more chemistry than the other. And I ended up having more chemistry with that new guy. Even though I had been having sex with the first guy and, you know, I was comfortable with him, this new guy and me just clicked. And literally... The first guy like that I had been having sex with, he kind of like finished early and, and just left. And me and the other guy just kept going, like just us two. And that was how it was for a while. And that first guy didn't talk to me for months. And then he eventually forgave me. And that's kind of my point yeah. is that even if someone is hurt by that, yeah. when they realize that like, okay, I didn't have a bond with you that you broke, yeah. I, like I'll move on from I mean, this. He forgave me. It's so just an initial <laughs> talk. Yeah. You know, like, like I said again, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna sex, say, what's the end of that story? They can't. 
please don't talk to me. Right. They, well, both, both, they both talk to me. Men, thankfully, don't hold grudges as long they when, both when it comes to, like, to sexual. They, okay, but just, but just because they eventually forgave it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay, and I feel bad about it, but they still talk to me. I'm just like, well, what the yeah. fuck? Well, for me, personally, it's what I mean. I don't know about everybody else. Well, the other one didn't. However, this was... <laughs> the other one still talks, but no, I haven't fucked either of them recently. Oh, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's me, though. I'm not doing that, but... So how did they find out? Well, he told the other one, because they were friends. The second one? Oh, he hit me up. The yes. Uh, me and, and I had a feeling he was going to do that, but I was like, maybe he won't. No, he still you did thought wrong. And I got a message that was like six messages back in the back. I'm like, okay, I know what this is about. Was he upset? Yeah, he was upset. It was like messages back to paragraphs, walls of text. Dang. Cut walls. me the fuck. Dragging me. <laughs> lashing like, me. But then I just <laughs> forgave me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were. But it's still. I don't think you were in the wrong, Blue. You weren't tied to either one of the I men wasn't. in I a commitment. I also think every situation specific. Like, it you is have specific, to like look but... at. The history, you have to look at who, you have to look at a lot of factors that yeah. come into play. And that's why I say, just talk to your friends, find out what is the most respectful boundaries Shit. for you guys. Because you might have a friend who says, please, I will give you all the men I sleep with the night right after. You know, and that's good. If that works for y'all, that works for y'all. <laughs> so, Listen. whatever the case may be, we're all we're not here to start fights, we're here to help end them. Um, our cock fights are just a way for us to kind of give you guys' thoughts a voice and listen to the debates that go on between us so that you can kind of figure some stuff out for yourself. Because maybe there are some of you that have the same questions we do. Hopefully you did enjoy today's cockfight. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. We had a lot of fun making it. I want to say a special thank you to Blue for joining us from all the way from New Jersey. Thank you for having me. Did you have fun? I did. I had fun. It was an interesting conversation. That's good. We are definitely going to have a part two because this was... Uh, this was barely scratching the surface. And There's a lot to say. Just the tip. No pun intended. Just the tip, I guess we can go ahead and start saying our goodbyes, you guys. Bye, everybody. I don't have much to say because I say the same shit every end of the episode, so I'm not going to say all that. But thanks for listening. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Be a hoe, but a trustworthy hoe. Period. Hug a tree. Take some drugs. I'm weak. Wear a condom. Don't trust these men out here. They trash. Period. <laughs> Period. They just want to fuck. They don't want nothing else. They just want to fuck. Right. Don't give them no hole, no dick, nothing. <laughs> nothing. No Nada. No crumbs. No, no crumbs. Nothing. No hole. You no gotta hole. go. No hole. Right. Period. Love everyone, but especially love yourself. Be kind to yourself. And um, drink a lot of water. Purr. Be Purr. Sure. Otherwise, your cum will taste nasty. <laughs> oh. I think that's kind of true. Good night. Good night. Good night. See you guys next time.